Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on, tons to get to. We're going to break a lot down this hour, including, is there in fact a nuclear power plant or some sort of nuclear facility that's in harm's way right now in Europe because of what Russia is doing in Ukraine? We'll have that story for you in a moment. Also, our reliance on technology may cost uh, McDonald's a bunch of money. It, I mean, if I, if I get the gist of the story, something about hackers um, holding shake machines for ransom, something like that. We'll get into that in a minute. Carrie's got that story for you as well. We've got a lot to get to, a lot to talk about this hour. We're going we're gonna to break it up, take a lot of phone calls as well at 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com on a Thursday. Feeling all right. Uh-huh. Bring it. How you doing, chocolate voice? Good? I'm okay. Chocolate or vanilla shake? Mm, chocolate. Seems I got to have a wow. For sure. Yeah. Paul will make it happen. Sam in the house. Polo, chocolate or vanilla shake? Neither. You know, if, if you had a gun to your head, you wouldn't pick one? I prefer strawberry. So it seems. Did I say strawberry? That's what I'm saying. Was I mean, strawberry a, a choice? No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, I wouldn't pick either one of those. Sam? Somebody locked the Chocolate. door and took all right. the key. Let's go. Feeling all right. I don't know Mark and Don. What kind of milkshake they would like? I'm sorry. What did you say? She said something dumb <laughs> about Grand Funk Railroad again. No Mark and Don. What kind of milkshake they would like? Mel called. He asked you to stop doing that. <laughs> He said, please stop shining a light on me. I'm the bass guy. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm a vanilla shake guy. I don't I do not do ice cream, obviously. Now, I do do keto ice cream, which is low-carb ice cream, which is not bad. I mean, it's not horrible, to be honest it's, with you. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, I've had it. It's, yeah, it's okay. It's not great. It could be worse, though. I mean, you, you almost okay. expect it to really suck and maybe taste like a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't. It tastes like dessert. It tastes okay. It does, but not quite as good as the real thing. Well, of course not. I mean, yeah. it would be kind of silly if it were. Then yeah. nobody would buy the real kind. Sugar, yeah. Um, but, but for me, and it's going to sound weird, I don't know Burger King still does this because I haven't gone to Burger King in many years. Um, McDonald's uh, shakes, not necessarily my, my thing. And I haven't been to McDonald's in a while either. I do. If I'm going to go off... And I don't know that anybody, that everybody listening has a Sonic nearby, but I'm going to go off. It's going to be a 32-ounce cup of vanilla ice cream with some whipped cream on top and just go nuts. Ooh, that's so plain. Vanilla ice cream with whipped cream on top? Mm. I'm so creative and so flavorful in my life that I have to calm it down when going for ice cream. <laughs> oh, I see. That's that's why. I don't hate butter pecan ice cream. I'm kind of happy with that. Mm. And I, I like pistachio as well. I like pistachio ice cream. No, 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 no. But um, but if I'm gonna go to if I'm gonna like jump right in, man, it's it's vanilla. Mm. Give me some whipped cream on top. Yeah, or just eat that whole thing. Yeah, you're saying chocolate, huh? Chocolate, yeah. It has to have some kind of chocolate in it, like and it'll maybe a little caramel or little pieces of brownie. When I used to eat ice cream, mm. just gained seven pounds. That's I good just gained seven stuff. pounds hearing you say that. <laughs> uh, now, Paul, you're saying strawberry. You're the strawberry guy. Are you strawberry yeah. ice cream guy too, or just strawberry shake guy? Uh, I mean, I like like strawberry cheesecake ice cream. Exactly, the cheesecake will get in the way from me. I don't dislike strawberry ice cream if it's got the actual strawberries in it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Um, you get a chunk. You get a chunk of strawberry. You're like, wow, I just, I just hit gold. I mean, because, because, see, I'm the type that I, I'm not a fan of chocolate. So if if I was having like a, a banana split, I would double like the strawberry in there, and then you can have, I guess, pineapple. But I, I would have like no chocolate on, on there. Mm. I think mm. I think it's healthier oh, no. to have double the strawberry, right, Carrie? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> None of this is healthy. <laughs> no, but man, it just tastes <laughs> no. so good. Sam, so you're going chocolate for the chocolate shake? Now, why didn't I know that I'm your dad? For God's sakes. Well, I mean, normally I would go for strawberry and banana. Hello, Boom. but you you only gave two options: I vanilla, did. boring, yeah. or chocolate, less boring. Don't call me boring. boring. How dare you call me boring? I called the vanilla shake. Are you calling yourself a vanilla shake? I'm a vanilla shake when it comes I mean, to having shakes. Yes. Basically. I, stop. You're whiter than I am. Don't start. Oh, come on. Anyway, so at the end of the day, uh, I would only the only real shakes that I would uh, go for at the fast food, and again, the Sonic is just a, a big cup of ice cream. It's not It's not a shake. And it's going to sound dumb, but Burger King had, they weren't even shakes. Have you guys ever had a, a Burger King shake? Mm, I, I don't think so. It's like a what little thicker it? than water with with like uh, the ice cream in it. It, it was just, it wasn't there was no thickness at all. In fact, you could mm. suck it through the straw without even uh, trying. Like a McDonald's, you would have okay, that's I can a little get this too the straw. thin for me. You gotta. I, I liked it. You I don't know. It was, almost, um, it was almost like some some freaking powder they put in some water, mixed it up, and made a shake out of it. I don't so know. I mean, just, and this is a long time ago, so they might make better ones now. I don't know, but what I was gonna say. So you're just kind of reminiscing back in your days when you're in like elementary and drinking milk with like your food. No, because that's basically um, what it sounds like. Eh, I mean, not not like, quite. Like but really cold milk. I would go. Uh, I would go after. No, no. Listen, don't get me wrong. The cafeteria milk when it was when it was too cold was the best kind. Right. You guys ever get that? You get a, like Polo saying you get a little carton of milk, mm-hmm. and, and you open it. It's got the little ices in there. Forget yeah, about it. Now we're, now we're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now so we're good. Cold. Yeah. But this oh. was like I would get off of work at at, at Domino's. And Burger King, for some reason, was open really late back then. And I'd go through the drive-thru and just get a, a vanilla shake just to uh, drink it on the way home. And it was like it was almost like uh, the consistency of soda. Mm-mm. It was really good. No. Maybe their shake machine was broken. No. And I just got lucky because I liked Maybe. it. Maybe I will say my 14-year-old swears by Whataburger, sometimes has Dr. Pepper shakes. Oh, uh, that one's good. And he loves those. That he one's says, good. Those are really good. I have never even heard of that, but you know yeah. that I'm a, doc, uh, I'm a Dr. Pepper, a Diet Dr. Pepper mm-hmm. fan. I you like have to it. try that one. You like it? It's it's very similar to what uh, Wendy's Frosty tastes like. Frosties are awesome. Now, no. I'm not a chocolate a chocolate ice cream guy, but the Wendy's Frosties are chocolate. Yeah, I like see, them I'm a lot. Even, and I mean, I, I'm down. Well, see, I mean, the regular Dr. Pepper, though, is so sugary. Right. Yeah. But it almost breaks you. So, I mean, is it? can you get a diet shake or not? I wish. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Man could wish. <laughs> Sam, Sam, favorite dessert at a fast food restaurant, go. Oh, gosh. I, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind right now is a shake. I mean, strawberry banana shake from Sonic with whipped cream is kind of one of my go-tos. It's good right there. Do they have Sonic where you live now? I don't know. I'm I'm kind of going through withdrawals here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to let us know. I know they don't have Whataburger, but um, I wonder if they have Sonic. That'd be interesting. All right. The reason why we're talking about this is for some reason hacking now is getting in the way of our dessert 
at McDonald's. Is that did I read the, the headline right on this one, Carrie? Well, yeah, sort of. Uh, this is from Wired. For years, the tiny startup Kitsch worked to invent and sell a device designed to fix McDonald's notoriously broken ice cream machines, only to watch the fast food Goliath crush their business like the hopes of so many would-be McFlurry customers. Now, Kitsch is instead seeking to serve out cold revenge, nearly a billion dollars worth of it. Late Tuesday night, Kitsch filed a long-expected legal complaint against McDonald's, accusing the company of false advertising advertising and tortious interference in its contracts with customers. The Kitsch's co-founder, Melissa Nelson and Jeremy O'Sullivan, are asking for no less than $900 million in damages. Since 2019, Kitsch has sold a phone-sized gadget designed to be installed inside McDonald's ice cream machines. Those devices would intercept the ice cream machine's internal communications and send them out to a web or smartphone interface to help owners remotely monitor and troubleshoot the machine's many foibles, which are so widely acknowledged they've become a full-blown meme among McDonald's customers. On the two-person startup's new claims against McDonald's focus on emails the fast food giant sent to every franchisee in November 2020, instructing them to pull Kitsch devices out of their ice cream machines immediately. Why? Does it say why Let's they didn't see, want to? Um, did, did McDonald's make their own? All right. I, I guess they're, they warned franchisees the devices not only violated the ice cream machine's warranties and intercepted their confidential information, but also posed a safety threat and could lead to serious human injury. It's an interesting case. Okay. It started sounding like a case, like with the intermittent um, windshield wipers. I didn't see the movie, and I'm a car guy, and I probably should, but I believe Greg Kinnear started in a movie probably 10 years ago or so about the guy that invented the intermittent windshield wiper. I think, I'm pretty sure... And it ended up the car manufacturers like stole his idea and didn't pay him. And he sued them, and I think he won. Big bucks. Paul, does that movie sound familiar to you? It doesn't. I it does sure. to me. Um, I didn't see it, but I think I know which well, I think I know what you're talking about. I, I I feel like the guy invented it, which was a great invention, by the way. If you ever had a car that was before the intermittent wipers, you had basically slow and fast. That was it. And, and now this idea was great because it was just a light rain. You could have it set to where it comes on every, you know, 10 seconds or yeah. 15 seconds and take care of the windshield wiper. Um, but uh, from what I understand, the manufacturer, some of them stole this technology, sued them, and he won. I think he won. Um, I, I want to see the movie because I'm a car guy. Flash But of it reminds genius. me of that. Yeah. What's it called? That, the movie Flash of Genius. I've got to, I've got to see it now. Um, but it reminds me of that. It almost sounded like you were going to say McDonald's found their own way to monitor the machines and didn't need this this person's monitoring, but it sounds like they're actually saying it was dangerous right. to put it in there. It, it's almost like what Microsoft did with um, Internet Explorer. What Microsoft did with Internet Explorer, either on 95 or Windows 98, one of the two, they made it a part of the integrated operating system. In other words, the operating system operated around Internet Explorer, and you couldn't have a different browser. Like they put Netscape out of business and Opera out of business and all these other browsers out of business by saying if you want to use our our um, our operating system, you must use this as the way to browse your computer and to browse the internet. Well, they're assuming they lost, and uh, this is actually what Dr. Malone was referring to about Bill Gates as he's being deposed. He's like rocking back and forth, like he didn't like understand why he was being deposed or why he couldn't put this as part of his operating system. So it almost sounded like when I first saw that story today that. McDonald's was saying, 
okay, we have the technology, we don't need your thing anymore, and they sort of grabbed whatever it was that was working. Um, but this, that's not it at all. They're literally saying this thing was could could have been harmful right. to human beings. Right, correct. But as you read it, you know what I kind of took from it, Carrie? What's I that? took from it that McDonald's is afraid that the confidential information about the recipe of their shakes would be out there in the inter- in the internet somewhere mm, in mm-hmm. cyberspace, and because I mean, part of what you said was that this is uh, putting out information to a source that's not confidential, right. something like that. But then when you add in the fact that it could be harmful to humans, if there's no proof that it is, McDonald's is going to be paying big bucks here. Yeah. 900 million, I don't know. But you can't say that somebody's product might hurt people if, if there's no proof of that. Yeah. And it is true. Those uh, machines are known for always being broken. How many times always. have you gone to Mickey D's Looking for a shake, and the stupid is out of order. Mm-hmm. This is a very intelligent um, device and idea. I mean, this is a very smart invention. All right, so the reason I wanted to sort of go there, because that's a very interesting story based on technology. Internet Explorer, same thing. Technology, even with the windshield wiper stuff. Have we become too reliant on technology? I've often wondered, and Carrie, I wonder if you've ever thought this as well. If we went back 100 years, just to see how Americans lived 100 years ago, mm-hmm. we'd be freaking lost. Absolutely, like, we would. What the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. We wouldn't know how to spell anything, first of all. Nope. <laughs> I mean, honestly. This <laughs> is true. It's we true. just wouldn't. We wouldn't. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know. We couldn't read anything because everything ago, was not, in not cursive. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody's teaching cursive anymore. Yeah. No I mean, microwaves. The lessons that were yeah. taught in school 100 years ago in America... Well, we're, we're like, you know, college junior stuff in, the, in our day and age now. Mm-hmm. It's so remedial the way we live now, and we rely on technology for everything. So true. I mean, so we'd actually true. have to go and, like, do things physically to work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It always reminds me of the story. And oh, my grandpa, my grandma and my grandpa, and they were farmers in Illinois, and we'd always be up there in the middle of summer, and it's hot. It's really, really hot. Um, my grandpa was a farmer, so he's always covered head to toe and he would come in long right. sleeve and the pants and the hat and he was absolutely fine. There was no air conditioning in the house and my father just couldn't stand anymore, went out and bought him a window unit uh, for when we were there and my grandpa would only turn it on when my dad was there because he'd feel like he didn't need it. He didn't need it. And he was probably it. freezing. He, he was like, what is this thing? Yeah, this is, no, I don't want to, I don't want to use this. We don't need it. You don't miss you know what you didn't have so well think about it you go back 100 years ago and you tell you know our our ancestors our our great grandparents whatever say hey just to let you know 100 years from now there's going to be a lawsuit it's a company that made technology to make sure that a, a shake machine at mcdonald's <laughs> doesn't break down and it's going to give information out to the internet where you can go and check on the status of your shake machine how about that it, it, it could be worth 900 million dollars they would they would say get the hell out of the house you're on drugs exactly. are you drinking again yeah i mean because honestly that's how much things have changed in very little time yeah. 100 years isn't a whole lot of time yeah you're I mean, that's, that's kind of amazing right. mm-hmm. all right I, I wonder what people think about stories like this 888-941-PAGS 888-941-7247 joepags.com if you were suddenly you wake up tomorrow you're 100 years ago what's the what's the technology that you would miss the most and could you survive we're back after this stay here you're listening to joe pags
Glad to have you here. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Not a whole lot of time. Uh, interesting story about, about these machines, and Sam was talking to me about it during the break. She said the actual rub here is that McDonald's would make you, would make the franchisees, and Sam, correct me if I get it wrong, make the franchisees buy these machines and buy the service plan. So if, it, if they broke, and they broke down a lot, obviously, you'd have to actually use the McDonald's service people, which would cost thousands of dollars per franchisee. This piece of machinery would actually save them that money because you would be notified if there was a problem with the machine or that it was breaking down or whatever before it actually got to that. So what you're saying, Sam, is that McDonald's was going to lose thousands of dollars per franchise. Yes, and it wasn't just McDonald's. It was also whoever owns the machine. I can't remember the name of the company, but it is not McDonald's, and they would send out their service members for that. So it wasn't McDonald's service members. It was the ice cream machine service members, which was contractually obligated to be purchased if you're going to do a a McDonald's franchise. Uh, There are a couple of terms for that in business. One is, is planned breakage. The other is planned obsolescence. And planned obsolescence is they purposely will make something like the original iPhone, knowing that it'll be obsolete eventually, and they won't update the, the software on it anymore. They won't give you technical support anymore. You are then forced to buy their latest. And um, and they do that all the time in technology. It sounds like that might have been something that's going on here. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. What would you miss? Ruth over in the web channel said uh, she'd miss long, free long distance. Ruth, you'd miss long distance completely. Because I don't know if there was any long distance back then in 1922. If there was, it was really, really rich people that had the phone lines that were available. So you'd be missing <laughs> all that technology about getting hold of people and not paying more money. Getting hold of them at all might not be happening. Uh, save, you know, forget about the money angle of it. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me remind you that as we get older, we start feeling the, the age. We start feeling the loss of energy, and we get tired easier. Need more sleep. You can't get, get that get up and go going the way that you used to. Why not try Super Beats Heart Chews that can help you with that? They're a tasty treat. They give you the energy that you need. They're good for you too. No afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy. Because those will give you that quick pick-me-up and then you crash right afterwards, right? I'm, I'm sure you felt that. No, no, no more afternoons you know, where you have to grab the fifth cup of coffee or that energy drink. Try two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews. Add that to your morning routine. They promote heart-healthy energy for your entire day. No caffeine crash because Super Beats Heart Chews have unique clinically researched grapeseed extract, and it's awesome. They promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. Because you listen to my program, they've, they put a website together for you, joelovesbeats.com. Save up to 45% plus get free shipping. Their best offer available anywhere. JoeLovesBeats.com, up to 45% off. JoeLovesBeats.com, make that happen and make it happen right now. Now, we do have an update. I don't have time for it right this second, but um, we do have an update on, on whether there's a nuclear issue happening because of the war being brought by Russia on Ukraine. We'll have that right after the bottom of the hour. We will also have an update on the former police officer who was charged in the shooting of Breonna Taylor. Uh, that case, of course, with a, was a fire starter in this country when it came to race relations, when it came to community versus police relations, and much more. We'll have an update on that. Whether he was found guilty or not guilty is going to mean a lot to a lot of people. I remember the de- details of that case. I was stunned that he was, that he was even charged, to be honest with you. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pags.
Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. The Joe Pags Show. Lots going on. Lots to get to. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247-JOEPAGS.com. Thanks for being here. Really do appreciate it. A quick note about Truth Social. Uh, Carrie, you're not on Truth Social. You're probably not going to get on Truth Social, right? No, I will not. Mm -mm. If Truth Social ends up being what I think it could be, would you consider it then or are you just not into it? I'm really just not into it. Mm -mm. You know, President Trump had 87 million followers on Twitter and decided to do something that a lot of us told him you should probably do this um, to open his own. I don't mind saying that it's not perfect yet. I'm still on the beta. Now, again, what that means is um, when a piece of software is in development, it goes through different stages. The alpha stage is where they test it in-house. The beta stage is where they have people out of house tested. Now, I don't know if those who are signing up now and finally getting on are getting the actual app or the beta app. But let me make a couple of things clear because I, I, I fear that there are scammers out there that will do bad things if you're not careful. Number one, it's only available on iOS right now. So what that means is if you don't have an iPhone or you don't have an iPad, you can't get on it. So if you think you're on it on Google Play, you're not. If you think you're on it on a website, you're not. Um, I've also had some people report to me that they're getting emails after having signed up and the emails are asking for donations. I don't know if the Trump campaign, or it would be the Trump campaign, or the Trump organization is asking for donations, I would expect it's not. But if you're getting a specific request for donations because you think you signed up for Truth Social, I would just ignore it because I don't think it's real. I have not received any email asking for donations in regard to Truth Social and have been on there for a few weeks now. So again, just, just so we're perfectly clear, it's only on Apple iOS devices. It's only available in the iOS store. I tried to install it on my iOS Mac mini and it didn't work. So it actually has to be on a phone or on an iPad, I would think. There is no website for it yet. The website is just where you can go and get on the waiting list. And it's not on Google Play. So don't fall for that. There are some socials that are calling themselves MAGA Truth, Truth MAGA, something like that. It's not, it's not the site. Don't get on there. Don't do that. Okay. Um, on the actual website, it says that Android is coming. Google Play is coming. It's not ready yet. And the web UI, the user interface, I would guess, is going to be available at some point too. But if you're on, because I just had somebody send me this today, over a million is, is her spot in the waiting list. So if you're on the waiting list, you will eventually get the request. They added several thousand yesterday, 10 or 20,000 yesterday. They're adding more and more every day. When you get there, look for me. At Joe Pags, at Joe, pa- I almost say Joe Talk Show, at Joe Pags, J O E P A G S. A lot of you are signing up and doing that. But again, Carrie, would it make any sense to you that, that Donald Trump's going to put up a social and say, give me some money? No, I don't know why he would do that, actually. And originally, Twitter was trending that he was asking for $250 a year or something. No. What? It's free. It's a social media site. Don't fall for that. There are a lot of bad people out there that would suggest that. And again, stay patient iOS only, Apple only, not on Google Play yet, and it's not on a website yet. Just wanted to get that clear. And uh, if you're getting weird emails or telling people that or people telling you you could sign up elsewhere, you can't. It's just not available yet. All right, eight 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 nine four one Pags, JoePags.com. Uh, Carrie, let's get an update on this this nuclear facility. I'm getting reports 
that there was something involving one of the largest nuclear facilities in Europe that is now involved in what's going on between Russia and Ukraine. What do you have? From Reuters, the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in Ukraine, the largest of its kind in Europe, was on fire early on Friday after an attack by Russian troops. The mayor of a nearby town said there has been fierce fighting between local forces and Russian troops. Dmitro Orlov said in an online post, adding there had been casualties without giving details. Earlier, Ukrainian authorities reported Russian troops were stepping up efforts to seize the plant and had entered the town with tanks. As a result of continuous enemy shelling of buildings and units of the largest nuclear power plant in Europe, and the nuclear power plant is on fire, Orlov said on his Telegram channel, citing what he called a threat to world security, but he did not give details. Reuters could not immediately verify the information, including the potential seriousness of any fire. I mean, again, you know what I mean? They couldn't, they couldn't verify this and the potential for the that and the other thing over there. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. In this, the day and age of information, more information than you and I who've been doing this a long time ever thought we would have available to us at our fingertips. How do we not know more? I know. How do we not know exactly what's going on there? This is pretty big. You know, a fire at a nuclear power plant. Yeah. And then the word Chernobyl is being used, uh, you know, for uh, something that Russia took over almost immediately. Uh, Did you think Chernobyl was still happening? I thought Chernobyl was somehow dealt with 30 years ago. No, I mean... to me, the fact that they go into Ukraine and suddenly Chernobyl is involved, I just found it to be very weird. Yeah, I I didn't understand that as far as I knew. I mean, it was just, there's, I mean, nothing there. Why would, why would you want to take Chernobyl? I I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, again, why do you want control of the nuclear facility that at one point had a meltdown and radiated the entire place? Again, I want to believe what it is that we're hearing, but A, we're hearing different stories depending on what side you're listening to. B, some of the stories just don't make sense. And C, I still haven't gotten a proper answer, not to my satisfaction, as to why Russia did this. All right, we don't have a ton of time. I want to give you an update on that, and thank you for that, Carrie. We don't have a ton of time, but I didn't want to not get to this today because this has been decided. Um, one of the police officers, now, is this the one that actually killed Breonna Taylor? Um, well, um... I don't know. Let's 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 Actually, do the story because okay. for those who, for he those did who fire don't his know, gun right during the raid, and I don't know um, if we know exactly which one was the bullet that killed. But we'll I, get to the I story don't in think a it was. I don't think any of his bullets hit Breonna Taylor. I don't think the so. story was they they had a warrant to go and um and and search a guy who allegedly was a friend of the guy Brianna Taylor was dating and somehow they assumed that she was involved and people keep saying it was a no-knock warrant. It wasn't. They did knock. They did say who they were. Then they broke in. That was verified by a witness who lived in the same community. I believe, and I'm willing to be wrong about this, but I believe that her name was listed on the warrant knowing that she could potentially be there. Long story short, when, when you hear somebody breaking through the door, even though they identify themselves as police, when they, break, when they broke through the door, the guy who's there grabs a gun, shoots a cop in the leg, the cops shoot back, Breonna Taylor dies in, in, this, in this gunfight. Now, the left has alleged that it was a no-knock warrant, that she was targeted because she was black, and they had no right to be there, and this is white supremacy, and defund the police. Well, I don't know that anybody in the mainstream media is covering the fact that one of the, the cops charged in this case 
was adjudicated, and Carrie's got that for us. Yes, from the New York Post. The only Kentucky officer criminally charged in the bungled raid on Breonna Taylor's home was found not guilty Thursday, almost two years after she was shot dead. Ex-Louisville cop Brett Hankinson had been accused of endangering Taylor's neighbors on March 13, 2020, when he fired his gun during the raid. None of his shots hit Taylor or her neighbors, and the two other officers involved in the raid were never charged with crimes. Louisville police fired Hankinson, a 20-year veteran canine officer, for the reckless shooting in June 2020. Last week, the jurors visited Taylor's home to help inform their decision. Uh, The jury, whose racial composition was not released by the court, found him not guilty on all three counts of wanton endangerment after it deliberated for around three hours. Taylor, a 26-year-old black woman, was in bed when police entered her home with a no-knock warrant on March 13, 2020. Her boyfriend fired at the officers, believing an intruder was entering the apartment. The police returned fire and killed Taylor. While Hankinson did not fire the fatal shot, Cody Etherton, Taylor's neighbor and a witness at the trial, said the ex-cop's bullets almost killed him. Hankinson's attorney, Stuart Matthews, maintained throughout the trial his client responded as he was taught to do when he fired 10 shots near the door and window, some of which entered Etherton's unit. Okay, who wrote that? Who's the source? New York Post. Okay, the New York Post screwed it up. It was not a no-knock warrant. It wasn't. They knocked. There was a witness in the trial that said, I heard them knock. I heard them say, police, open up. So that was a no-knock warrant as you show up and just, just barge in. They literally said it was a no-knock warrant in the story yes. just now, yeah. which is very strange. And they also said, um, they said something else that was so egregious in that story just now. Okay, can you go back to the no-knock part because it was right around there? Mm, okay, let me scroll down a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Taylor, a 26-year-old black woman, was in bed when police entered her home with a no-knock warrant on March 13, 2020. Her boyfriend fired at the officers, believing an intruder was entering the right apartment. There. Let me stop you. How can they say that? He said he believed that there was an intruder, but the New York Post wasn't there, were they? No. You know what I mean? Does that line not ring true for you? When it comes, and the New York Post is usually pretty good. Yeah. But um, <laughs> this is not the New York Times. But for them to say he believed an intruder was coming into the... Into, they can't say that. They could say he said he believed. Yeah. Not just he believed. Because yeah. if they say he believed, then, they, then they're tell, they, they are telling us, the fact is, according to the New York Post, that he believed this. And you can't say that. That's not proper attribution. They have to say he claims he believed. He says he believed. He told authorities he believed. You can't just say he believed it because now you're saying it's fact. And we don't know that. He may have heard them say police open up. He may have heard them say police open up and he said, let me get my gun and I'm going to claim that I didn't know who they were. Now, I'm not saying that that's true. Maybe he did believe it. But you have to. the way you report that is he says he believed. I, I, Carrie, is that hard? That's it not hard, is, is not, it? It's not, no. Mm-mm. And it's, it's rudimentary, isn't it? Isn't that just beginning journalism? Always a tribute. Yeah. And like you said, the New York Post is pretty good. We we use them a lot. We do. Um, and they, yeah, we they, they normally get it right. But they literally called it a no-knock warrant when it was when it came out in the trial yeah. that it wasn't. Because if you've got that witness who says, I heard them knock and I heard them say police, they may have had a no-knock warrant, but they didn't utilize it. They did not use it. They knocked. They They identified before going in. And the story has always gotten me because the, the boyfriend shoots first. 
yet somehow the police were the bad guys. Now, it wasn't the wrong uh, house or apartment, which was reported early on. It wasn't. It was the actual address on there. And I do believe, and I'm willing to go back and check this. Now, Brandon Tatum is going to be on tomorrow. Hey, uh, Sam, Brandon's on tomorrow, right? Yes, correct. He was all over this case, man. He was all over this case. And he actually was giving the the absolute information and evidence on his website when it was breaking down. And he says Breonna Taylor was involved in all of it. And that's, a, that's according to him. So I'll have him on tomorrow and we'll talk about it. But this whole idea that it was a no-knock warrant and that he thought it was an intruder, you cannot report it that way. Even if it were a no-knock warrant, and it might have been, they didn't utilize it as a no-knock warrant, and you have to report it that way. Although they had a no-knock warrant, police say they identified themselves and a witness corroborated that. That's how you report it correctly, and I don't know why that's so freaking hard. It, it makes my face hurt. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Now that you've been found not guilty, you're not going to get any apology from anybody. Nobody's going to say, hey, we should have said defund the police. None of that's going to happen. They're going to just bury it. I don't think you're going to see this in many other. Carrie, you get it from any other sources but the New York Post? I didn't see it anywhere else. No, I mean, I did cover it today in the news, um, yeah. our wire service, but it's not. It doesn't seem like it's a really big story. And it should be, should it not? Yes, it should. Yes. Big story when it happened. Yeah. All right, uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Not a whole lot of time. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. You know, shoddy journalism is not something that I put up with very easily. And I always call it out because I know how hard it is. I mean, Carrie, there were days where I would work 19 hours. I would do the morning show, the noon show, the 5, the 6, the 5.30, the 11 o'clock. And uh, we'd do four or five different stories in a day. Yeah. And you had to get it right, and you had to be able to to really understand how to do the job. Yeah, and and the job is more difficult than it seems. It's not about putting on some makeup and going standing in front of a camera. Um, it, it's difficult. You've got to learn how to do it. It's just like anything else. You've got to learn how to do it. And if you're not doing it right, you should be called out. And the oh, the, the problem is, we have gotten so used to to seeing and hearing bad journalism. That things don't jump out. Thankfully for me, they still jump out. And I'm like, hey, well, wait a second. You can't and say that. You should call attention to it. Absolutely. Who's because gonna, who if, else is going to do it? Yeah. Well, think about it. If they get it wrong, then the assumption is that you're going to get it wrong. Or mm-hmm. the assumption it will be that that's how you do it. And oh, instead yeah. of like a cost of being a reporter, which he might have been at one point, he became some sort of a confrontational editorialist out there covering the president of the United States when that was never the job. I understand it got him a job on, on CNN to host his own show, whatever, but that's not a good enough reason to go out there and do it wrong. And again, the New York Post, generally speaking, does a good job. That came off as a commentary piece to me yeah, and, yeah. because there are two glaring things that jumped out and, and that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to follow up tomorrow with Brandon Tatum, I think, on that story. I think that would make sense. Let me, uh, let me tell you about, um, about Stamps.com. Stamps.com just rocks. Just a great outfit that's going to help you out in your business. If you decided to do a small business and 
do some shipping online, this is the way to go. Stamps.com knows that the post office works hard, the workers there are great, but you waiting in line, that means money. Your time is your money. You could be selling more stuff, shipping out more stuff, getting more things done for your business, and growing the way that you want. More than 20 years, Stamps.com has been helping people out. Companies just like yours, by saving you money at the post office, up to 40% off. At UPS, up to 76% off. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. So why not get hold of them right now? Stamps.com. Use my code PAGS. Special offers. It includes a four-week trial, four week, uh, four, a free postage, he said. A digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Get a hold of them today. Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and uh, and go check it out right now. I got an email, Carrie, from, from, a, from a woman who watches us on the stream. Uh-huh. And um, she attached a picture. And I asked her, I said, can I use that picture? And she said, yes. Uh, Julie sent me this picture. I'm going to put it up on the stream right now. It is, um, it's her dog. And you're like, well, why would you show Julie's dog? Mm-hmm. It's a great question. Nellie is the dog's name. Okay. Nellie watches the show. <laughs> Literally, Julie wasn't watching the show. Oh, Looked over. The dog. And this is what Nellie's doing. Was watching. Right here. I can't <laughs> see. Just, I wish I could see. Why can't you see? Pop it on. What's the matter with oh, you? I guess I should. I'm showing it to the channel right now. And uh, what what a cute damn dog. A very smart dog. Looking at me, I look like I'm half asleep. But uh, watching me on the iPad, it turns out. I just find that to be awesome. Thank you. Appreciate you oh, uh, sending that over. Is that not the cutest that thing? All, oh, did, that's adorable. Did you see it? Did I take it down too fast? No, I, I got go. it. Oh, yeah, I saw it. That's awesome doggy. Cute. We appreciate that. Let's do this back. Little to no time, Polo, but it's all yours. So uh, Kanye West may have another thing to be jealous about with uh, Pete Davidson. Uh, apparently, he's been talking to Jeff Bezos, and he may be uh, on the next flight on that Blue Origin spacecraft. Pete Davidson? Yeah. What has this guy done? I don't get it. I don't know. All right, we got to go. That's Polo. That's Carrie. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.